Hey friends, welcome to the Next Step Leadership Podcast, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. I'm Tracy Reynolds, and my partner in crime for the Next Step journey is Chris Maxwell. Together we hope to inspire, assist, and create the confidence you need to take your next step in your personal growth, your vocation, your spiritual life, or maybe your calling. Thanks for joining us. Well, come on, let's dive into this week's episode of Next Step Leadership. Hello, my name is Chris Maxwell, and I'm with my dear friend Tracy Reynolds, and we're part of Next Step Leadership, and you're a part of this too. It's conversations that Tracy and I have with one another, and, and dialogue we have with you, and, and dear friends that we include. So Tracy, it's a wonderful opportunity uh, to have these conversations again with you. Yeah, it is. Man, I'm so excited today. We have a dear friend that you know really well, Graham Maxwell. Uh, son of Chris and Debbie Maxwell with us. He is the assistant basketball coach at Emmanuel College for the men's team and an educator and a friend and a leadership developer in his own right. So welcome, Graham. Man, I appreciate it. Thanks uh, thank to you guys. Thanks to you guys for having me on. You bet. He's taller than both of us put together, man. <laughs> Yeah, and, and Graham, it is. Uh, it's great to have you uh, with us today, and, and uh, we want to hear your thoughts as it relates to next step leadership uh, in your role as a coach. Uh, there's so much you can can say and and tell us about that, how you're influencing students. But we want to start with a more personal angle. You're not just a coach, but you're also a dad. Uh, talk to us a little bit about your life. Oh man, I have quickly found out that I am not a good parent yet. Yeah, I'm I'm becoming one and learning. But uh, so I have uh, I have two little girls. I have a three month old, and one's about to turn two next month. And they've they've just been so fun. And um, you know, someone asked me the other day, like, "What's your favorite part about being this new thing, a girl dad?" You know, and I said, you know, I think the thing that is has been the most fun for me is I get to tell when we drop them off at daycare. Um, my two-year-old probably still doesn't understand it, but I get to tell her every day her worth and her value, mm. um, and things that are not of the people that you know she'll be around. And to me, that's been the most fun. And just watching my wife and how she interacts yeah. with them—it's just I'm truly blessed. Hey, man, I've had the privilege of working alongside with Jenny, and I know yeah. for a fact that both you guys are phenomenal parents. And I'll tell you, from a parent of a parent uh, perspective, the coolest thing in the world. Isn't it true, Chris, is watching our kids parent well? Yeah. Yeah, I'll look forward to that someday. <laughs> a long time from now. <laughs> well, you guys are doing a great job. And, and as we think of, of Next Step, as we think about leaders, uh, you guys are leading and you are developing and crafting uh, the character of your daughters. Uh, it's interesting to think about that. And uh, as, you, as you are involved in every conversation with those girls, uh, they're listening, and sometimes they're not, but, but you are planting <laughs> seeds of encouragement and words of guidance and direction. Uh, so how does that fit with, with each of us, whatever our age is, whatever our roles and responsibilities, Graham? Yeah, it, I, I think it makes us more aware, like as the parent here, it makes me more aware that um, my kid is watching what I do and not just what I say. You know, and it's mm. it's so unique too because I see her doing things and saying things that I have told her, even if it was out of like sense of frustration. And she kind of retaliates a little bit and does mm. that, and I thought, well, 
I know she get, she's getting that from me because I just did that thing or said that thing to her. And so, um, you know, you can kind of flip it and think about that to all of us at our own, you know, our own journey and where we are currently at life is, you know, we have to be mindful of the people we're around, the things we hear, the things we see, and those that are, you know, the closest to us, because we will probably do and say the things of those that are around us the most. Mm-hmm. And so it's just been a unique thing to, <laughs> it's like that old song, like, oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. <laughs> and that is that yeah. has been eye-opening to me. Mm. You know, I think, too, uh, the necessary element of alignment between what we say and what we do i mean just validates and builds that trust even with our kids that's a great point yeah well how does um parenting how is it similar to coaching well they don't always do what you ask them to do the first time (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's you you just get to to me the reason i got into coaching was for the journey um, and to me, it's a, it's a very similar situation that I am, I guess you could say, one of their parents, you know, we, uh, the players in our program. I, I'm not going to say I'm a parent, but I am a, I'm a mentor to them. You know, I am in some sorts of father figure um, to these guys. And so um, it, it, is a, it is a journey. You know, you get to see the progressions that they make and you get to walk alongside of them and, and things that maybe you wouldn't have imagined you would walk alongside of them with. Um, and so you just you're you're in there. I like to say, that, you know, say the word like you're in the trenches with them yeah. and you're down and you're you're deep with them and, and you just get to walk alongside them. It's the same thing as as being a parent to my two little girls. I get to walk alongside of them on this path. I think one of the things you bring to that is a, a phrase I heard years ago when I was a student pastor, and that is that you are a relational guarantor. Mm, You're like guaranteeing that. them a relationship because regardless of what happens, the relationship is not on the line. And that's huge yeah. to building trust and, and a safe space to make mistakes. Yeah, I like that a lot. I agree. Well, when you uh, think about uh, the conversations that we're having here, each of us, uh, you know, different ages, different stories to tell. Uh, but Graham and I go back a long ways, and and I can <laughs> think back of, oh, I wish I had done so much differently. Uh, but one of the things that that Graham and I look back and and have positive thoughts about uh, our time together. You know, we we played ball together. You know, I, I coached him, and and we spent time together. And as you, and Graham, as you were just talking about your your role now as a coach, has it how it relates to a parent? I think it's important for all leaders, whatever their role and responsibility, whatever their age, um, to understand the importance of investing time. Just choosing to invest time. We we search for these lists to success. We we search for these steps to take. And it's not always this one, two, three steps we must take. It is being there. What are your thoughts about that, Graham? Man, that's you know, such a good analogy that I have heard and, and I you know, run camps over the summer and I use this analogy a lot. You know, it's like withdrawing from an ATM. How nice would it be if we could walk to an ATM and we just well, you know, I just would like some money today. I push a button, you put my card in, and, and I get money out. But if I haven't worked to get money in order to get it out of an ATM to fill that card up, you know, I'm not going to receive any money. And so just like you said, in order to, like, withdraw, meaning, you know, 
if, if you're getting on to me, right? There are times that you would get on to me as a parent. There's times I got to get on to our guys and kind of be more stern with them saying, hey, what you're doing now, that's not who you are, right? What you're doing now, that's not what we're trying to achieve. But if I'm withdrawing, in a sense, you're taking a little bit of confidence away from them. If I withdraw, I first should have had to have made some investment in their life. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for me to withdraw that from them. If I have made no investment, you, you and I have had you know, an amazing relationship. The reason you're able to withdraw from me is because you've invested in me as well. And I can't withdraw without first investing. And so I think the foundation for any good leader, the foundation for what I'm figuring out a good parent is just a relationship. Yeah, and that takes time. Mm. I, I love the analogy of bank accounts. Uh, Maxwell, John Maxwell calls that pocket change. Yeah. That, that people, they generally give us some bit of a, of a small advance of relational trust or coinage as it is. But like you said, but, but as we, as they see us having their best uh, interest in mind as we make decisions for them and with a little bit of success, getting some wins under their belt, then they begin to trust us more and more and you get more and more uh, money in that relational account so that when you have to go there. But you know what? There's an important thing. It takes change to make change. Yeah. It just yeah, does. It really does. Yeah. I think... Um, one of the missing parts so often in our hurried world is we usually just spend time together when we have something that must be done. Um, but I've, I've listened to conversations that you and, and Coach T.J. Rosine, uh, you know, our head coach, what you guys do with our, with our student athletes at Emmanuel. And yes, I mean, you're with them at practice. You guys have, have plans. You have an agenda. These, there's a goal that must be accomplished in this segment of practice. And then you segue into the next portion of practice. But you also just spend time with them. You have conversations with them. And you are... You under, you're understanding the language of every tribe, and that's relationships. Uh, so give us some thoughts on, on the importance of, of relationships for, for pastors, for leaders. In, in big corporations and big churches, it's hard to be close to everybody. But, but I love the atmosphere you guys have created where those that you are leading, uh, you're welcoming them into your lives, and you're letting them know your stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a really good leader, and, and you know, TJ Rosine does an unbelievable job of this. I mean, as my, you know, along with you, he's one of my main mentors that I've had, and I've been with him for, you know, 13, 14 years now, and so I've, I've, I've had the amazing opportunity to see him every single day, it feels like. And so, you know, one of the things that he does, and, and I would say myself and our program does a really good job, is we meet our players where they're at, and we learn to speak their language. You know, that, that doesn't necessarily mean we talk a different way or use the same words that they use, right? It just means, you know, I have to go to where they are in order to pull them from where they are to where we're trying to get them to go. And I think about that. I think it's a common mistake. We still make this mistake, but it's a common mistake for a lot of pastors. It's a common mistake for a lot of business leaders. It's a common mistake for a lot of people who are looking to lead any program or business they just assume, well, what they're not, what they're doing isn't right, so we need to get them to come. Yeah, that might be true, but we need to meet them where they are at. You know, and, and so many times when I think about a leadership thing, I always go back to Jesus. And when I'm talking to our guys about, 
you know, here's how you become a better leader. I tell them Jesus met his disciples where they were at. He went to their place. He did what they did and he met them where they were at. And so in order for us to get our, our, um, you know, the people in our business to buy in, in order to get our players and our program to buy in or to get the people of your church to buy in to what's going on, we need to meet them where they were at, where they are at, and and learn to speak their language in order to transform their language. But that doesn't happen without without first realizing who they are, where they're at, and where they need to get to. I love that. You know, I'm thinking that... I'm hearing you say some things that you didn't explicitly say, but one of them is that in order to uh, invest in their lives and to meet them where they're at, then you first have to listen rather than speak. That you have to start with my ears wide open, Mm -hmm. not my mouth wide open. Yeah. Um, Because their story is going to be prerequisite. You need to find out, as you said, where they are and seeking to truly understand who they are and their background and hear the story behind their story before you try to move them to the next step. You know, a key to that, too, is this is what I have seen. This is a common mistake, and I do the same thing especially as leaders, we have it all figured out. Right? We have to put on this like personification that I've, I've got all my stuff together. Mm-hmm. But the, the common mistake that I see everywhere is in what you just said, you know, we first got to listen. But the problem is so many of us listen to respond or listen to speak. You don't understand how somebody is or who they are without listening to actually listen. And if I listen to respond or listen to speak, or if I'm listening like, oh, that's good. I need to put that on social media. <laughs> like, no, you need to listen to listen mm. and really, really figure out who that person is you're dealing with or working with. Mm. That's so rich. I There's three words that I added to my vocabulary just actually in the last several years. And like if we're having a conversation, oftentimes if I don't get it or if there's some tension, I it's just helpful for me to stop and say, hey, Chris, help me understand. Help me understand. Hmm. Yeah. I, because it kind of gets my mind out of the response mode into I, I'm really kind of getting into the, the I want to understand. Right. I want to, I want to get it. Because you're right. Uh, the older I get, sometimes the less I get what's going on uh, as there's years that separate us. Mm-hmm. That's a great reminder. Mm-hmm. Boy, and I think what a difference uh, that can make in each of our lives if we will be willing to be. Not just doing, 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 and going, 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 but be. And be there with those that we are instructed, assigned, called, um, those that we are set to lead and guide. We need to be there with them so that we can understand them better and develop a relationship. Graham, this is great to have this conversation uh, with you today. Tracy and I both appreciate you, and and uh, we'll interview you again for the for the next uh, show, and and just carry on this conversation. Let's just continue the dialogue. And and Tracy, it's always an honor uh, to have conversation with you as we are just kind of learning this next step leadership life together and trying to just obtain a better understanding of how we can live this life. Uh, to make sure that our next step is our best step. Thanks for joining us on Next Step Leadership, the weekly conversation dedicated to your personal growth and leadership development. Chris and I are so glad you dropped in. 
You can find us on all your favorite podcast providers. Hey, do us a favor and hit subscribe. And if you really want to help us, give us a rating. We so appreciate your support. Chris Maxwell is the author of 10 books, including Pause with Jesus, Underwater, A Slow and Sudden God, and his latest book of poetry, Embracing Now. You can find links to all of his work and our social media information at our website, nextstepleadership.buzzsprout.com. Our featured music is by Casual Americans. Follow them on Instagram at Casual Americans. And new music is coming soon. We release Next Step Leadership each Thursday, so join us next week on the Next Step Journey, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step.